Welcome back to Sam Said It. My name is Sam and I say things and welcome to the middle of summer. Welcome to the middle of July. Welcome to the middle of all this heat. Make sure you're drinking all your water. Middle of, make sure you're eating before you go outside so you don't pass out. Again, the middle of putting on sunscreen so, you know, your skin doesn't crack. Even if you're black, rhyming accidentally. Making sure that everyone is just being healthy. Because, listen, I live in Texas and we get these stories every year of people just passing out. And I'm just here to say, hey, even if it takes you an extra five minutes, just sit down, get some water in your system, take a bottle of water with you. If you haven't eaten, make sure you eat something, even if it's just like a sandwich. Because, again, it's, it's real out here, folks. Like, walking to my car, to the house, getting the mail, it's like I'm sweating bullets already. And it's that moment of, like, I'm trying to work out. And it's that moment of work going to the car, to the gym. It's like, why am I already sweating? I haven't started my exercises yet. And it's like, oof. Can't wait for fall. September, here we come. But until then, like I said, please be safe. Please make sure you're making all, taking all those precautions that, you know, you're just doing the smart choice. And if even if it's just, like I said, having to take an extra five minutes out of your day to prepare something, even if it's just like a fruit bar even if it's just that bottle of water that you reuse five times, you know, that's even, hey, it's water. And I'm here for making sure your hydration's up because, again, hey, if you're living in the South, you're living out in Arizona, New Mexico, these deserts, you're living out here in Alabama, Florida, all these places that get 100 degrees every day, you have to make these precautions. And listen, I'm here for that too. I drink water every day. Like I said, I eat as you might be able to see me every day, you know. So it's definitely just making sure you guys are being safe. And again, I just hope you guys are having a great summer, even if it is that murderously hot outside. So I know it's been a little while since I did my last podcast. We'll be back in June. And you know what? I'm going to try to do this more often. Again, this just the way I record is a little different. Um, This is just, again, just being honest. Like the way I record pretty much is in a hot room right now. And so with that, <laughs> in the wintertime, it was a lot easier to do because, you know, it's like, you know, 50 degrees outside or so. And so it's only like six degrees inside the house. Cool. I can record in my car, in a closet. If I had a closet, it wasn't that big of a deal. Now being, like I said, in Texas and it being 100 plus degrees, it's just a little bit harder to do that. And that motivation, even at night, where it's just like five minutes into this podcast, I'm already sweating bullets. God, I need to find a better setup than this. <laughs> but I'm going to struggle it out. Yes, I am asking for your sympathy and asking for your forgiveness as well. I hope you guys haven't fallen off and I hope you do come back if you have fallen off because I am going to start making these more and more often. Again, there are a lot of movies out there I want to see. I'm going to see Ant-Man this week, hopefully. Crossing fingers. I also want to see the movie um, Sorry to Bother You because seeing that trailer and just seeing some of the reviews on it, as again as a black person i just want to see it you know just being honest like it's something that in the first five minutes of seeing this trailer and it's like oh make sure you put on your white voice and then just having him turn that on sitting there with other black people it's like oh yeah yeah that's that's you know we all kind of know what that voice is so for us sure that's the movie we want to see other ethnicities maybe not so much but you know what hey 2018 summer of the black okay beyonce's on tour and and jay-z too i guess black panther came out and you know controversial opinion black panther is better than avengers 4 or avengers 3 whatever number we're at now infinity war fight me if you want um you know you have all these movies and things coming out again hey it's i believe we are in a nice prime time for being black and with that, there's also going to be a special podcast I'm going to be doing that is going to talk about being black in America. It was supposed to come out roughly around the time This Is America came out with Travis Gambino. But as I said, just motivations and heat just got me, just being honest. So I am going to come with that after this one. So look for that later on this week. Um, But yeah, just some news and things, special news about Sam Said It podcast. I want to say thank you for all my listeners. I want to say personally, thank you for everyone who supports me. Thank you for the person who bought me this mic. All of this would not be possible without you all and your support. And with that, the special announcement is you can now find Sam Said It on Apple Podcasts, as you sure I'm sure you're doing now, on 
Google Play Music, but also now on Spotify. That is correct. I did not do this. This is totally the app that I'm using, which is called Anchor. Anchor is the one that has set all this up to put me on Apple Apple Music, Apple Podcasts to put me on. I think now it's just called Google Podcasts now, I believe, or Android Podcasts. I know they did some rebranding recently with the new Oreo coming out. But you have that coming out, and you also now have me on Spotify. And for me, that is something that I know I personally could not do on my own. Um, It's that moment where to get on Spotify, if you look it up online, usually people tell you to go the route that I did, where it's like go through an app or go through some other application because going directly to Spotify isn't the easiest thing to do. Um, So that's why I feel so privileged and just honored that Anchor would do that for me. And again, I'm sure I'm not the only one Anchor's doing that for I'm sure it's not because, oh, look at all Sam's numbers. Oh, he's so great. My numbers are all right, I guess. But, you know, it's just that moment of like being able to be put here to have this moment to do these things that makes me extremely humble. And yes, I am sitting down to (laughs) to just being able to see that email and just saying, wow, you know, like I. I don't know. It's like when I started this. I wanted to be on Stitcher, and even though apparently I guess Stitcher is going downhill from now, and everyone's trying to jump on Spotify, you know, I, I, I don't know, it just never crossed my mind. So to see this now, to have this now happen, is a dream come true, and it's like a dream I didn't know I wanted, and now that I do have it, it's like, yo, this is actually really, really impressive, and I really do, I am, I am proud to say yes, my podcast is on Spotify. Because everyone has a Spotify. You know, if you have an iPhone, you probably have Spotify and Apple Music. Or you have Apple Music where you can find me there. Or, you know, even Android where well, I'm sure most people have a Spotify. You know, whether you're paying for it or not, that's just a cool way to have your podcast be put out there. So now I am looking for something to make my podcast look a little bit more professional, which would be an actual logo. I have an idea. I'm going to talk to a few people to see if I can get that going as well. And hopefully by... Whenever I find the right person, <laughs> God willing, again, God's plan, a la Drake, you know, whenever that happens, y'all will see it and I'll be posting it online. But definitely, if you guys want to just do me a favor, again, send me an email. You can find me on samsetitdfw at gmail.com. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at samsetitdfw. You can also search samsetitdfw on Facebook as well. There's so many ways you can get at me and just talk to me and just say, hey, Sam. Love the podcast. Hey, Sam, I'm an artist. You know, I don't mind doing this for this amount of money because I am going to pay the person who does the logo. Like, I'm not I'm not looking for the good old boy hookup. I'm not here for, you know, the church discount. I I really want you guys, you know, if you're going to do something, I want to put your name on it. I'm going to say, you know, copyright, you know, Sam Parent or whoever did it, you know, like whoever puts it on there, your name's going to be out there. I am going to give you the credit because I think credit is credit is done like you have to be able to get your your ups like i'm not gonna sit there and say like yeah i made this happen it's all me like well i mean i contributed sure but this artist you know i gave them the idea he and he or she or he and he, he and he she and she whomever decided you know what this is what you had but i wanted to tweak it this way that way whatever so definitely wanted to say thank you for you you guys for all the support Again, like I said, I would not be here without all of you people. And again, just want to say thank you. That's pretty much what this podcast is going to be about today is saying thank you. I did see a movie. I did see Incredibles 2. I might as well do that today as well. And there is some news. Also, some more news. Comic-Con is this week. It pretty much starts on the 19th, going to the 22nd, I believe. So there will be podcasts, especially just for that. And I might tie that in with Ant-Man. So... That's probably the plan I'm going to have for that. I know there are a lot of panels going out there. And as much as I would love to be crowded with all those lovely people, I find Comic-Con to just be busy. Like, I'd rather just be here. And by that, I mean in my own home where I can see all the different trailers. And yeah, sure, there are going to be some years where you're not, you're not going to be able to see the trailers. Or if you do see the trailers, it's because someone snuck in a cell phone and we got blurry cell phone footage like we did with Infinity War like a year or so ago and I'm okay with that like that that deals me over until I actually get what I want so so I can't wait to see that and again I can't wait to do that podcast for you guys 
Um, the news that I know right now, which is me just, I'm going to complain about DC for a little bit. Just, you know, hold on to that. <laughs> but I'm going to complain for the next few minutes. So I hope you're ready for this rant where I look at Sony and I give Sony a look. And then I look right back at DC and say, what are you doing? Like, don't laugh because Sony's going to get this work and so are you. So in case you don't know, there's a movie called Spider-Man. Well, Spider-Man. And Spider-Man is, is one of those, like, top three heroes, no matter what platform you're on. It's like Superman, Batman, Spider-Man. So I get why Spider-Man needs to be around. Because Spider-Man's always been around. My issue with Spider-Man is going to be every movie from going to Amazing Spider-Man to now, for some reason, wants to have these spinoffs. And I'm like, why? Because already we have Venom that's not a part of this universe, which I'm done with. I'm fine with. I'm not going to get my Venom with my Spider-Man or at least a wink and a nod at him. Or again, maybe we can slip in different universes and Venom comes over for some reason or Spider-Man goes over there. Whatever. Again, we have Infinity Stones. I guess we can change reality if we felt like it. But when I hear the announcement of Morbius of all characters, like Morbius, the energy vampire, like for me as a kid growing up, I watched Spider-Man, the animated series. I also read comics as well, but that was my main source. So you see, you know, you know, you have the amazing, amazing Spider-Man, you have the animated series for Spider-Man and you have Morbius who had like the sucky hands. And I'm kind of like, I'm sorry. I didn't know we were back in 2009. Like, is this right? Is this coming out before or after the new Twilight movie? I heard New Moon's going to be great. Like, that's that's the joke. Like, vampires aren't in anymore. Like, you see the originals on CW going off the air. Vampire Diaries is already gone. I think there used to be, like, my teen, what is it? My babysitter was a teenage vampire or something on Disney. I think that's gone. Like, Twilight, gone. Harry Potter, kind of gone too. Like, fantasy in general is kind of gone. We're in a superhero kind of atmosphere right now. So, and again, I know this is superhero, but it's still vampire-y. And by vampire, I mean it's Morbius. And it's like, at least it is a part of Spider-Man's universe. But I, do I care enough to see him as his own character? The answer is no. Not really. Look him up. Morbius is fine. Like, he's a vampire. And I hope he has the sucky hands and not the vampire neck thing. Like, I don't... I, he can have fangs all he wants, but I need the sucky hands. By sucky hands, I mean in the animated series, he had, like... And I guess because I guess you didn't... You can have people biting other people on the neck. Again, like I said, I never read a Morbius comic book, so I don't know if that's actually a power that he had in the comic books. But he would, like, suck out the plasma or your energy from, your, from his hands, and he had, like, these little holes in his hands that he'll suck things out of and it was kind of gross but kind of cool and then there's that moment of like is that what i'm gonna be getting oh by the way you you <laughs> like i just i don't know and it's that moment of like i want more spider-man i love spider-man and i think tom holland is a really good spider-man but when i look at Morbius as not even just being hey for Spider-Man 2 or what is it it's called Far From Home like that could have been a cool thing maybe Spider-Man goes to Transylvania for some reason I don't know a school trip it's a magnet school with fancy stuff so maybe it's a school trip but maybe he's doing that and then he finds Morbius and yeah I don't think Morbius ever was from Transylvania but go with me here we're doing bad things make all the bad choices Sony because for some reason you think this is a good idea and I'm here to tell you, I hope Venom does well. Because in my head, I think Venom's going to do opening weekend, maybe 80, 60 to 80 million. Like, I don't think that's crashing. Like, I don't think that's doing 100 million. Because I know that's, no, that's November, I believe. I have to go back and check. It's either October or November, and I think it's November because I got upset because I'm like, why don't you pick the scary month for your scary character? Like, why are you not choosing, again, the character that is supposed to be kind of spooky and there's a new Venom picture that came out this past week as well before comic-con that he looks really goopy like he not goopy he looks slimy you know what i mean like he looks like an alien substance so that to me is fine but like again do you think venom's gonna do well and by well i mean do you think it's cracking 120 million because i don't i really don't 
I think it might get close to 100. And I, mean, I might be totally wrong. And guess what? If I am, great. High five to me. I was wrong. I have no problem saying, admitting that I'm wrong at any point in time in my life. But when I look at Venom and I look at this Morbius business and it's like, uh, like, really? We're getting that. And then it's like, wait, who is playing him? What you mean the man who played Joker? Oh, you mean Joaquin Phoenix? Oh, you mean, no, you mean the suicide joke? You mean Jared Leto? Who, just in case you don't know, Jared Leto's not that great of a guy. Like, he's a method actor, so he, like, embodies the person that he's being a character for. So if you never read the articles of him when he was playing Joker for Suicide Squad, like, he would be leaving dead mouses and not the DJ. You know, I, I wouldn't mind listening to a little, little, little music, I guess. But not the DJ. Like, he would, leave, he would be leaving real, like, actual dead mice in people's, like, dressing rooms. He would practical jokes and all these things and i'm like i get it you're supposed to be the joker i guess which also means i guess you should be going around killing people i mean just saying if you're actually being the joker but it's that moment of like this i so what is he going to be a vampire is he going to sit in the dark all day is he not going to go inside the sun like what what's happening here like what is the method acting going to be for this one because Again, if this is not a direct Spider-Man is here, here comes Spider-Man movie, it's an offshoot. I'm assuming eventually that he would have to meet Spider-Man, wouldn't he? Or be in another movie? Because what is his purpose? Like, why, why am I looking at Morbius at all? Again, with Venom, at least you can say, well, he's not inside the universe. So fine, I guess. Even though that still is silly. But with Morbius and again there are some rumors and fan fiction-y people out there who are like oh what was the reason that they're actually getting again Morbius is because they're going to bring in a Blade because in the comics I guess Blade hunts him several times which to me and again Marvel got a lot back got got back a lot of their characters and I don't remember who had Blade originally but I know they have Blade back now I believe so if they wanted to, they could be bring back a blade. And for some reason, I was like, it could be Chadwick Boseman because he's all the blacks. But, and I, I know he can't do that. But it would be funny to see a blade again because I am curious who would they get? And also, could you keep it secret? Because if I see a black man walking around in a black trench coat, I'm immediately calling all the friends and saying, hey, hey, that's blade. That's blade. And if it's not blade, then I mean... Again, I'm trying to find the connections. And right now, the connection to Spider-Man, I guess, is just by comic book name and history. But I don't see any reason why I should care about that. Again, Spider-Man is great. Cool. Morbius are? You can say over there. Like, I just... Again, I'm not that excited by it. Especially when you tell me that the person playing him is going to be Jared Leto, who I don't think is a bad actor. I just... After Suicide Squad was rubbed the wrong way. And I don't want to say, hey, once you make a superhero, you can't do a superhero ever again. Kind of kind of criticism towards an actor. Because I'm not going to lie, I didn't mind um, Batman. Uh, what's his name? Wow, I'm blanking on his name right now. Like, I didn't mind the recent Batman for Batman v Superman, who you all know his name. And right now I am blanking on it. <laughs> like, I really am trying to remember his name and I can't. It's Ben Affleck. Okay, I had to... <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I had to look that up real quick because I'm it man, I blanked on it. It I did. That's how I guess memorable I thought that character was. But I I did like him. Like I didn't dislike him. So it's that moment where it's like I know we all look at Daredevil the movie and be like, ooh, that's real bad for you. And it wasn't great. I mean, we were all going through a time at the you know, during that period. We all have again an emo phase kind of stuff going on. So it's like I give him a pass for the second time around, and I don't believe he was a bad, bad man. Um, I know there's some issues now with Henry Cavill, who wants more money. And now the rumor is that he's going to be recasted. And I'm like, really? Like, I, I guess? Again, these are characters and not actors. So I get it. I will still call whoever replaces Henry Cavill as Superman still Superman. And maybe this time they'll make him more naturally lighthearted I guess but again Henry Cavill is a name now he is Superman technically especially for the young kids out now so I get it 
But with Venom, with Morbius, I'm I just I'm gonna have to wait and see. Um, and that's what I'm gonna do with these two things with Sony because Sony now has their own section called Why Sony Why, and with DC now we're here Why DC Why, and if you didn't hear me before, um. So DC has announced their own streaming service, which is pretty much 10 bucks a month, which if you're like any millennial, we kind of cut our cords years ago. But think about it. If you're in the U.S., you would pretty much have a Netflix or a Hulu or both. You now have YouTube Red. You probably have Amazon Prime that just jumped itself $20. You now have YouTube Red that I think is also $10. You have HBO Go if you pay for that, which I don't know why you would, because Lord knows I'm using other means. Yeah. But, you know, like Showtime has a thing. I know they have an app, at least. I'm pretty sure there's some paid service for that. And now we have DC, which is like, hey, we're going to have every DC comic ever made, which is like, whoa, that's a big deal. Because a lot of comics you can't find nowadays. But even without that, it's going to have a lot of the old Batman movies, Superman movies, Supergirl movies, TV shows, Smallville. We're going to have the new Titans show. And oh, Titans, oh. Like, it, it's not a bad service. It's just, I, listen, as the comic books go, that's great to me. As the TV, she's, TV shows go, that's also great to me. Because there are going to be a lot of TV shows you probably can't find as much. Especially not probably in a up-res kind of high quality that it should be in. Because I'm pretty sure it's going to have like the old Adam West Batman on there. Which again, for like the older generation that likes that or even the younger generation that likes that, that's a really cool thing to have. So that's cool. Like it's it's not a bad idea. It's just, wow, if you really look around at your bills. And of course, it's not, there's nowhere near as much as you're paying for like UVerse or Dish Network or DirecTV, of course, or Spectrum for that matter. But it's that moment of like, if you count some of these, though, you're getting close. Like you're getting real close to being close, getting to that 80 to 90 dollar a month just on TV. And I'm here to tell you there are other ways to get around that. And it's called get a Kindle, unlock it. Have a nice day. <laughs> like, seriously, if you can wait 24 hours to see something. It will be in a 4K kind of situation. It will be in at least a 1080, maybe a 720. But please understand, there are ways to get around this. And I just, with DC, I like your services. I do. And I think it's cool because I'm going to watch Titans. But am I really going to pay 10 bucks a month to watch Titans? And is it going to be like Netflix or Hulu where it gives me everything at once? Or is it something like, or is it going to be something like Hulu that did um of Runaways where it gave you like three episodes at a time kind of thing. Where I get a, I, I get a group here, get a, another group of episodes there. And that's not a bad idea as a whole. I'm still not on board fully with it, though, because it's just. Again, I can't qualify myself paying 10 bucks a month just to watch Titans. Yes, they have a whole bunch of other things. Yes, they have all the comic books you would ever want. But am I here for that? Not really. Like, I'm really just here to watch Titans. And I think Swamp Thing is going to be there. And the animated um, Young Justice is coming back as well. So, sure, those are going to be things I'm going to be watching. I just, it's like I'm watching Netflix only for Daredevil. Not even Jessica Jones or Iron Fist. I'm watching, I'm paying your, again, I'd look back at Netflix. Netflix has moved up prices. If you guys didn't know, I used to work at Netflix. And if you guys want stories about Netflix, I'll tell you all day long different stories about Netflix. I can be like swoozy and tell you stories about Netflix. I could, I could. But like, it's those moments where it's just like, wow this has changed and i'm not paying with i think it's not like 10 bucks a month just for hd hd used to be with the 7.99 basic package you don't even get h no it's not even with the 10 i think you have to go 14.99 now which sure first world problems that's kind of the thing a but <laughs> it's still something to say to be like yo i remember when i worked here these prices weren't like that Oh, wait, that person who cussed me out on the phone saying our price is going to go up. I guess he and she was right. My bad. I didn't know. I tried my best, though. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I'm i interested into the app. I just, if I, you know, it's a mode of, like, I wish I could find this somewhere else. But even then, Titans is a live action show. 
that is next to the Swamp Thing live-action show, which, oh, by the way, Hey DC, has absolutely nothing to do with the Arrowverse shows that are on CW, which, oh, as of today, has nothing to do with Black Lightning as a show, also on the CW. And it's like, how many universes can we have, DC? Because right now, you're going to tell me that these things don't touch each other, yet they should. Oh, by the way, if you didn't know Arrow this season with their big crossover with The Flash and Supergirl and Legend of Tomorrow, they're going to Gotham City. Gotham City, city of men. You know, R. Kelly used to be a thing back in the day before we all knew he was a really big creep, before we just thought he was a small creep. No, he's a real big creep. But it's that moment of like, I just, it's, it's a lot. Because when you get to Batwoman, it's like, oh, I think Batwoman's a cool character. I really do. But it's that moment of like, all right, cool. Can we get Robin? Nah, he's on Teen Titans. Well, can we get Batman? Well, you know, Batman's Batman. He's on Gotham, kinda. All right, well, can we get, can we get, um, um, well, I mean, which Robin can we not have? You know, and it's like, well, Robin's going to be on Titans and probably at least two of them. Like, I'm pretty sure there's going to be a Jason Todd episode one of these days. So, yeah, probably. Well, how about Batgirl? Well, she's supposed to get her own movie as well, which is maybe, maybe not connected to any of the other DC things. Because that's what DC likes to do. Batwoman? And there you go. That's how you get to that decision. Like, and I'm not taking anything away from her. Like, I'm not taking anything away from Batwoman as a character. Because, like I said, I like that character. It's just that moment when you can look at the decision. It's like we couldn't get Batman, probably too expensive, also Gotham. TV show on Fox in, I think, their last season. You can't get Robin because of Titans. You can't get Batgirl because she has her own movie. Well, where are we going then? And it's like, well, we can get Batwing and no one knows who Black Batwing is. I double-dog dare anyone who emails me and says, I know who Batwing is. Now, you looked it up on Wikipedia. But, you know, it's like you don't know who Batwing is. I, I mean, I'm sure I know some people do, but not a lot. A lot of folk don't know who Batwing is. So when you have to put in Batwoman, it's like that's the best choice you have out of these situationals. So I'm here for that. I am curious if they will mention Batman. I know they've mentioned Bruce Wayne and Arrow once before. I think they even might have mentioned Gotham on Flash before as well, or at least Acme building kind of thing, which is, of course, you know, a thing in Gotham. So it's like, I... Sure. No, it was not Acme. It was I'm like Ace Chemicals. That's what it was. It was Ace Chemicals in Gotham. You know, that's a Gotham thing. I think it's pretty much where Joker usually dies. You know, or at least falls into that vat of acid and makes him pale. So with Ace Chemicals, you know, you saw that once, I think, on The Flash before, or on Arrow as well. So it, it is a thing. It is there. It's just, again, sure. Again, DC, I hope you know what you're doing because you need a win. And I know Aquaman has been announcing having this trailer for Comic-Con, which, of course, means that will be out for us that weekend, this weekend as well. So hopefully that goes well. Um, but, again, there was an announcement. So <laughs> the Joker... The Joker has his own standalone movie. And this is not Jared Leto Joker. This is going to be Joaquin Phoenix, who, as an actor, I think is fine. I don't think this is a bad idea. I just think it's an idea. Like, it's not good. It's not bad. It's just an idea. I have no problems with it, I guess. It's just, there. how many, how many times? You know, it's like, again, we have Jared Leto's Joker. We have Joaquin Phoenix. And I, if I remember correctly, I think there's like another Joker movie that's supposed to come out that has nothing to do with any of these things. Like even in an interview with Joaquin Phoenix, they asked like, hey, Joaquin, what is this Joker going to be about? He's like, well, this this movie has no precedent. What? I don't want to hear that. I want something more precise. I want to say, oh, this movie's going to blow your mind. I read like the first draft of the script and it's going to be wonderful. Because Joaquin Phoenix does... Kind of, at least the things I've seen him in have been more horror-y kind of thing. So it's like, okay, he does scary well, even though he's not usually the scary person. He's usually the person being scared. So I don't know how that translates to him being, again, frightening or at least threatening in a way. Like, I don't, I don't know what he's going to be as a Joker. Because I know that you have to look at um, Jared Leto's Joker and say, I can't be that at least. <laughs> And not throwing, not throwing too much shade at Jared Leto. It's just like, you know, I understand that you had differences of opinion on which Joker you should want on screen and all these other issues that you ran into. It's just when you tell me, what, 
two years later that in three years I'm going to get another Joker. Oh, by the way, I'm going to get another Joker after that. I, I'm okay without having any of those. I'm okay with the, the, the Joker origin movie that I didn't ask for, but somehow I'm going to be getting. And that being the only thing, or, Hey, let's just do this. DC. Let's reset. Give us a couple of years and just reset. Because Wonder Woman looks alright with the pictures coming out. Um, again, that's going to be fine. You have Aquaman coming out, like I said, at the end of this year. So hopefully those two movies will be really good for DC. That they can kind of start moving forward and just being better. Because Lord knows they need to be better. And I am. Well, I've, talked for, I've been talking for a while. I, I've missed you all. You know, I've mentioned when I start to start just talking a lot about everything besides Incredibles 2. Because I'm going to talk about that now. So again, with DC, I hope that does well. But we're talking about more superheroes. And let's talk about better superheroes. And those better superheroes would be the Incredibles. And Incredibles 2, is it incredible? Hmm, little tease. No, actually, it is a good movie. Do I like this one better than the first one? Eh, I think this one's doing more. The first one, which they... I think every theater did this because it's part of the movie where it's like, hey, guys, we know it's been like over a decade, (laughs) you know, and it's like, you know, movies are hard to make. And it's like, yeah, movies are hard to make. But then there's this. There is the I was in high school. Now I have a family kind of situation and not trying to be funny, but it's true. If you watch this when it first came out, which I believe was like 2007. So you're talking about somebody even if they graduated 2007, watched this movie, and now probably has a little boy or girl who's like four. That's a reality. I like you. You could say I took my kid to see this movie because I saw this movie when I was a kid. Kind, I was a teenager. All right, fine. You know what I mean? Like it's woof, woof. That's like it hits you in the face when the movie just starts. With like, wow, I'm old. <laughs> I'm old, and. Again, the movie starts off, like, right afterwards, though. Like, hey, remember that Mole Man? Yeah, we're still fighting the Mole Man. And it's like, oh, I think he called him something like the Underminer. But it's like, wait, you mean that video game that came out, like, a year or two after the movie did? Because we all thought the movie was going to come out, but didn't? Oh, that guy still happens. Okay. And it's a, it's a cool scene. I will tell you this. And I'm going to spoil some of it, too. It's just this movie, like I said, I think it has a bigger message than the first one did. Like the first one's more of just an ensemble superhero kid friendly movie and saying, you know, family is important. This is also saying that, but also switching roles and just going into a different psyche of, again, the kids and everything else. Um, You look at the villains that you have for this movie. Again, I think that's really cool the way they did that, even though as an adult, I saw it a mile away especially with the themes of this movie, it's just like, yeah, okay. Like, it's not hard to figure out, basically. It's like, um, okay, all mm, right, mm, okay. Like it, like I said, it's not a difficult thing to grasp once you realize, oh, this is what this movie is going for. But it's not a bad message. It's just obvious, though. But again, I'm here for all of it. And to see, again, the mom get more things to do, where, again, Mr. Incredible kind of looks around. It's like, mm, but what about me, though? Mm-hmm. And it is <laughs> and it is something to say about, you know, again, Amanda Woman switching those roles. Where, you know, Elastigirl is now the big deal. And even with, within this movie, there's certain things that happen that it's like, yeah, I can kind of see where you were trying to go with this message. And I liked it. I really do like this movie. I think it is good for the kids. I think you, if you are someone looking for something to take your kids to still in the middle of summer i think this is a good idea to do so and you know with that i am going to get into what i liked about the movie what i didn't like about the movie and just all those things in between um so let's go ahead and start so the theme of this movie is pretty much girls rock which i think are really cool and the reason i say that is just when you look at the switch because in the movie itself, you also saw it inside the trailers where the philanthropist comes out. Like, yeah, we want to make superheroes great again. You know, make the hat. And you have that moment where it's like, all right, cool. Let's make superheroes great again. 
And especially after, you know, everything has been done, you would think, oh, Mr. Incredible is going to be that person. And it's like, no, it's not Mr. Incredible, actually. It's Elastigirl. And even there, you can kind of see, you know, the animation of the guy of, you know, his face. And it's like more than me. And, you know, she you see her like, excuse me, brother, I, I, I've been pretty dope myself. And it's just that moment of like when you tell Superman that he's not super or at least not the one you want. And you can see, like I said, the dynamics of a of a man woman relationship switching or, you know, better yet, like a, a household switching where the woman makes more or has a better job or the again, especially in this movie here, or the man is now the housewife or house husband where he's now the person that has to, you know, take care of the kids, make sure they're doing the homework, doing all these things where you realize, wow, this woman did a lot for us, you know, kind of thing. And I, I do believe that that's kind of the message also in this movie, that every role is special. Even if you don't make as much as your husband or your wife, or you're just, you know, or not just, but like you're, you, you think yourself as, oh, I'm just the housewife, oh, I'm just the house husband, you know, Oh, I'm taking for granted all these things, whatever. Like those jobs are extremely important because someone, you know, someone needs to watch the kids. And guess what? I choose a parent over a babysitter because guess what? If you watch Incredibles 1, that babysitter kind of got freaked out and probably needs counseling. <laughs> so to see that role happen and kind of see the way they adjusted that, because you even see, again, Mr. Incredible kind of have those moments where he rolls over. It's like, oh, my wife isn't here. And then you kind of start thinking in your head, at least for me, because the first movie doesn't go into this, that I wonder if, again, Elastigirl did the same thing. And yes, I'm calling them by the superhero name because that's what I want to call them, Jack Nabbit. But I am curious if that is something that she went through. Because in the first movie, of course, we didn't get to see that. But is that something that the director just didn't want us to show, wanted to show us? Or, you know, at that time, we didn't really think that was important. But now, since movies need to be deeper, we see a deeper think of that where you kind of see the jealousy bug come out a little bit for Mr. Incredible then he finally gets it's like you know what she's doing the best and this is also as you saw in the line of one of the trailers this is for like she has to do this so our kids have the choice if they want to be supers or not and I think that's really dope to do now one thing I did catch and I don't know if everyone else caught it is there's a moment when you meet the philanthropist and it's like, yo, you know, I remember back in the day, superheroes were so cool. And he goes to Mr. Incredible and Mr. Incredible had a theme song. Now, I don't know if they had like a cartoon. I don't know why these theme songs are actually there or not, but they had a theme song. And even Frozone had a theme song, but they didn't get, to, when they got to Elastigirl, they kind of stopped. And I was like, did she not have a theme song? Well, that's kind of sexist. You know what I mean? And it's kind of some themes you hear in here too, where it's like, She's talking to, again, the philanthropist's sister, and she's all like, oh, you know, I know it must be hard out there for you. And she's like, why? Because I'm a woman? It's like, oh, no, 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 no. I didn't mean it like that. And it's like, you know, but I can get it. In a world where Superman and Batman exists, you know, it's like you're Wonder Woman or Supergirl, and you kind of wonder why am I not getting the same kind of pub? You know, like, why don't I have a song? And maybe she did have a song, and maybe they just didn't add it. But in that moment where, he, again, and it could also be that he was a the philanthropist was a boy at the time, so he connected more to the male superheroes. But it's just weird when they he did Frozone's and kind of just stopped it there. It was like, yep, all right, cool. That's that's into that. Gonna make you guys great again. Hey, Anna Last Girl, you're the best person we have for that job. And I like, I don't know, it's just that moment of seeing that and seeing again more female characters. And yes, I know they're animated, but still good female characters where the mom is doing her best to handle everything. Like there's a moment where she's trying to stop a runaway train and she's helping Dash out because Dash is calling saying, Hey, dad doesn't know how to do the homework and everything's on fire. Could you help us, please? And it's that moment of like, I don't know, it's, 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 to me, it's like a testament of, of all women. Where it's like, yes, I'm a mom, but I'm also, you know, a superhero. Yes, I'm a mom and a superhero, but I also have a job. You know, I'm I'm doing all these things, plus being able to take care of everything collectively and in order. Where, you know, as Mr. Incredible tries it, it's like, yeah, you realize this got a lot harder than you thought it was kind of thing. But he got, of course, he got on the ball. He got on ball eventually because it's, it's a superhero movie and a family movie he'll get it eventually how it works <laughs> but i liked seeing that and again this is also like a female like driven movie because even with 
all the stuff that the mom is doing, Violet is also very important because you have, if you don't remember from the first movie, that she has a date with, again, blonde haired kid who I don't remember. I don't think he was even blonde. He might have been brown haired or brunette. But anywho, you have the boy that liked her. And then it's like, oh, hey, kid, the movie kind of starts off like, yo, man, you you see anything kind of weird? Yeah, I saw Violet take her mask off. And it's like, oh, well, mask off. Mask off. You know, it's like, oh, well, great. Hey, can you look at this for me? Erases his mind. So the girl goes goes out for the date. It's like, hey, can't wait for our date. And he's all like, yeah, I don't know who you are. And it is very, like, if you've ever had... I don't know, like, ever been stood up or anything like that. It's just heartbreaking to have that moment happen. Especially as a teenager. Even as an adult, it's bad. But as a teenager, it's just, just crushing. Especially, you thought you finally got over that hump. Oh, my God, people know who I am now, kind of. I'm kind of popular. And then it's like, oh, yeah, boy doesn't know you exist at all in a very literal sense because his mind got wiped. And it's like, oh, well, I guess... <laughs> And then you have to go back and say, you know what? Her journey through this movie was pretty much plot B. Like, plot A was Elastigirl and all the stuff that's happening there. Plot B was Violet and her date that didn't happen. And the dad trying to, you know, navigate his daughter. Because, hey, he's been a super for a little while. He's kind of stereotypical male. Father figure. Doesn't really know how to do emotions well. And also, by the way, his baby, Jack-Jack, is kind of Jesus. <laughs> like, he's kind of superhero Jesus, so, oops. I got a lot of handle. Also, new math, apparently. You know, and Jack-Jack also, to me, steals the show. I think Jack-Jack is just hilarious. Again, he's a baby who has all the powers. And it's kind of hinted that babies in the beginning will have that issue. The way... Okay, the way that Miss Incredible takes it, though, doesn't seem like it is. Because when Edna comes around, she mentions that, again, children, you know, earlier on in life will develop multiple powers or at least exhibit them. And I guess eventually they'll settle on one of them and the body, you know, starts maturing more into, you know, adolescence and all that. That toddlers, I guess, that they're, I guess, kind of be set in their ways. But again, the way, again... Mr. Incredible takes it. It just doesn't sound like at least it doesn't make it seem like he's prepared for it. Maybe the mom would have been better off, but it's just like he just seems to be freaking out by it. So I don't know if that's just a line thrown in randomly. I don't know if Bob just didn't know or again, just been so long since he's gone through it, I guess, because Dash is in middle school. But I don't know. It just seems one of those things that you would be prepared for. And maybe it's just the number of powers that Jack-Jack has is what's really that big of a deal. Um, But yeah, like, I think Jack-Jack steals the show. I think he's adorable, and he fights a raccoon, which is just amazing. At the same time, very unsanitary. But just, you know, like, the way they even fix the powers, where it's just like, yeah, here, Edna, keep the child. And she's like, I don't want to keep this child. And then she sees all the powers. Like, no, I want this child now. Come with Auntie Edna. It's like, mm-mm, mm-mm, that, that woman's going to steal your child. I've seen these movies before. But I do believe that, <laughs> that again, Jack-Jack's amazing. Again, Violet, who eventually gets around to just saying, you know what, fine. You know, my the boy I like doesn't know who I exist at all, so I'm going to just suck it up and reintroduce myself kind of thing. And hopefully in the next 10 years, when we get Incredibles 3, that we'll figure out what happened. Because <laughs> by, by the way these movies work, that's going to be the time period that we're going to have to see Incredibles 3, which I'm sure Disney and Pixar are going to be like, no, this time we're going to, you know, maybe five years or so. But like I said, I did like this movie. And again, like I said, this is a very female-driven movie. So even your villain, surprise, surprise, is a bad guy woman person. And it's not hard to figure out because like i said if you're over the age of 10 <laughs> you kind of get it because you meet your philanthropist person and it's like okay cool here's philanthropist person and you know it's like okay well who is he supposed to be i guess you know because i believe his name is winston he's like all right well he's a kid he's a guy who grew up his kids as a kid you know loving superheroes oh by the way my parents were killed by villains and 
there his dad was a big supporter of heroes and his dad wouldn't call 911 his dad always you know believed in heroes but the heroes didn't come that night and guess who might have a grudge about that that would be the sister <laughs> like you look at it and it's like okay well again i'm not silly or child and i paid attention maybe a fourth of this movie even if you did and it's like yeah i i i know who yeah we know who that is we know she's the villain because she just was not a fan it's like yeah heroes are fine i guess mm, should have called the police though and that was like her biggest thing is that it's like dad should dad was dumb dad should have called the police if he did call the police mom and mom and dad would still be here kind of thing and it is a hard concept to have because it's believing in like you said superheroes it's not a horrible thing to do Especially in a world where in Incredibles it actually, you know, is a thing. But at that time, you know, that was also... Because when we watched the movie, that also is the same time that the government's rounding up heroes and things like that. So again, at that moment, heroes are illegal. So the phone calls couldn't get out. And he... The dad wouldn't have known that kind of thing. Like, if the dad knew the heroes went around, I believe that their father would have made the right choice. But at that time, he didn't know. And at the same time, I can't tell that woman that because that is how she views heroes now. So when it comes down to it, it's like, yeah, I'm going to help my brother out. But as Evelyn, she's like, nah, son, I'm here to kind of get rid of heroes forever. I'm going to make these people bad, have people see them as villains. So when it gets to the point of, hey, let's get heroes back together. I got these countries together. We're going to have this big hoopla on a boat. And oh, by the way, that villain that you keep seeing on TV. Yeah, the like it's just so obvious because it's, it just is because like she's technologically advanced where he's more of the money man. She's more tech. So it's like, OK, you look at Evelyn and it's like, well, it can be Evelyn. I mean, the person looks like a man, though. And it's like, yeah, but then she kind of introduces this thing where you can kind of take control of people. Oh, wait. <laughs> and that's pretty much how it goes down, where she just takes control of people. And it's just, again, kind of cool to see Dash and then getting to see Violet and baby Jack-Jack. And just getting to see the family once again save the day. And for me, you know, I like I, said, I think this is one of the best best of this year so far especially when heroes are concerned because incredibles 2 to me had so much to go on because it's like it's been so long you have to get me back in and i was visiting friends that weekend too so i was like you know what sure why not let's see it and like i said i was again not blown out of my seat but i enjoyed my time you know they saved the day the mom you know is great in her new role which by the way elastigirl stretches right like her whole thing is that she can contort her body to any shape pretty much so the reason that she's so thick as people on the internet have bountifully informed everyone else about she's making that as a choice <laughs> like she can bend her body into anything okay she do she's doing that either for herself or for her husband either way do it for you girl or for your husband keep that keep it alive girl go ahead do the kiki if you need to i don't care <laughs> But I don't know. It's just that moment of like seeing this movie and being like, you know what? I, I'm glad this happened. I'm glad this movie came out. You know, I hope it doesn't take another 10 years, as the joke is, to get the part three of this. Because I would like to see Dash and Violet have to make that decision. Well, like to see Jack-Jack grown up. You know, what power does he get or does he keep all these powers? Will, again, Bob ever go back to being a hero as well? Does, you know, what will happen to this Will we ever get to see Frozone's wife, you know, in the flesh or in the animation? Or like, was she ever a hero? Does she know that he's a hero? You know, she I know he does ask for a super suit kind of thing, but she's all like, why you need your super suit, fool? You know, it's like, I would love to see her and have dinner with the Pars. I think that would be cool. You know, like, I, <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I'm here for all of this movie. I'm here for the message because there's one girl who I was trying to find her name. But basically, like, she can warp between two places and like the way she kind of just falls over for Elastigirl, which I think is wonderful, you know, cause it is that moment where it's like, you know, these kids and they are a little bit younger, but it's like, 
these are their heroes. These are the people that they looked up to. And in a world of literal heroes versus in today's society where you, you know, have people like police officers and who may or may not be doing the right thing, especially in a lot of different videos you can find on YouTube with different minorities. It is cool to kind of see that hero worship in a way still. And yes, I know it's scripted. And yes, I know it's still animation. But I don't know, it's something about seeing a glee from at least a somewhat adulty person to another adulty person saying, I grew up watching you is always going to be amazing to me. Because you never know where you might find your influences. Like you, you could be an influence to somebody and don't even know it. Because again, you think that, oh, I'm not that really, I'm not really that special. Oh, I'm not really this or that. While someone looks at you and say, wow, he or she is so great. Look at all the stuff that they do. Look at their job. Look at their car. Look at you know, look at all the responsibilities that they, they get to have. I want to be like them. And to them, it's like, oh, I'm so stressed about X, Y, and Z. Oh, I got to do this. Oh, I have my car payment. Oh, I don't make enough money. You know, it's all these things that on your perspective, you think it's a bad thing. You think it's so much to deal with. While someone on the outside is looking at you and saying, wow, I want to be like her or him when I grow up. And with that, I will end this podcast, man. Again, I will be making more of these. Please don't worry. Please don't run away. Please don't, you know, tell my mama, I guess. (laughs) But I hope you guys continue to have a great summer. Again, there'll be more things happening, more things going on. Once again, thank you for all the listeners. Thank you for everyone that supports me buying me things doing all this stuff for me i do appreciate it i appreciate every single one of you guys and if you want to drop a like or just subscribe to me i would enjoy that again sam said it dfw at gmail.com sam said it on instagram and twitter sam said it on oh sam said it dfw on facebook instagram and twitter you can also like i said find me on snapchat if you want i snap occasionally sure S is in Sam, J is in John, P is in Paul, 30688. Again, that is SJP30688. I hope you guys have a great day. Again, if you're going outside in this heat, stay hydrated. Make sure you have something to eat so you're not passing out or, again, getting heat strokes or anything like that, guys. And if, you, if you're down and out or something's going on in your life, just know that it always won't be this way. I know sometimes it feels that way. I know sometimes that it just looks so dark that there is no light. But let me just tell you, there's always going to be a light. There's always an end of this tunnel that you're in. That again, blessings upon blessings will come from that. And I don't know what, you know, what you believe in, don't believe in. Just believe in that. That the way life goes, everything goes back to the mean. No matter what happens, no matter how good something is even. Or how something bad might be happening to you right now. You will always go back to being okay. And you know what? There's nothing really wrong with just being okay. Because every day is not going to be great. And every day is not going to be horrible. Some days just need to be okay. And I hope you're okay with that. And as corny as that is. (laughs) But yeah, you guys have a great day. Great week. Great month. You'll be hearing from me again hopefully soon from different podcasts I'll be doing about, again, different topics and Comic-Con. I, again, hope you'll be on this ride with me. So thank you one more time. And as always, be safe.